دكتور مدثر ار يو ريدي تو انليش اي ام ريدي تو انليش اي واز بورن انليش ماي فريند ثانك يو سو ماتش فور كامينج هير توداي اتس ا بليجر اي نو ذات وي ار كونكتد سينس ا لونج تايم بت توداي اي ثينك اور ايبيسود ويل بي مور اوت اوف ذا سبلاي تشين ابسولوتلي اند ات ويل بي مور انتو يو ثانك يو سو ماتش فور كامينج هير اند اي ام سو ايجر تو ليسن تو يور ستوري اي نو ذات موست بيبل اند ماني بيبل توداي ذي نو دكتور مدثر who is the inspiration in supply chain articles blogging vlogging and inspiration webinars um, seminars all of these great things but not too many people understand the reasons that you're doing today and the stories behind what you're doing today would you mind if you share your lovely story with you my friend absolutely So two things first of all many congratulations for this podcast setup because you. I know you're super talented you've been trying to do for a long time you took four months to be at this point it takes a lot of effort to do what you're doing right now so congratulations Thank and you. I also want to say this is the first time ever that somebody invited me in a proper podcast talking about me or my journey rather than talking about <laughs> supply chain so thank you for this opportunity I appreciate that Thank you Dr Mudassir I'm so eager and I believe that many people they I, I'm a big believer on on everything on this planet has a reason yeah. right and what motivate the reason is our story mm-hmm. and I believe that you have great story because your story will inspire millions of people who are listening to us would you mind just to tell us why you are doing what you're doing today behind SCM Dojo and your entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. what is the reason the reason i think it could be i can summar- I mean, there's many reasons but as a headline i can summarize to two basic intrinsic feeling right first reason is i believe you know you only as most people do you only born once right and you got to leave no regret in your life you you should not you know regret you know i could have done this or i could have used my talent better or i could have tried this then you know so you this could have should have is only past tense right so when the time and people always wait for the right time for the right decision mm-hmm. there is no right time and there is no right decision the important thing is in in decision making is the time when you take right so take a decide the time and just just take it right being right or wrong only time will tell depends on your how work you know how much hard work you do you know what how you do it and what you do it right but the important thing is to is to just take that risk which i'm sure we're going to talk about later so that's one interesting factor right so i thought you know uh, this is the time right now i should do it the second biggest factor is i work in corporate world 17 years right i'm sure we can unfold this in few few later on as well but i believe uh, my talent or or the energy and my vision and passion was limited by many factors right some control i mean some controllable mostly uncontrollable right so you want to be master of your own destiny right whatever your destiny is and entrepreneurship is a pathway to be in control as much as possible of your own destiny right If you want to work hard you probably do for yourself right if you want to satisfy customer you want to do it for yourself if you want to develop great products and services if you are creative do it for yourself right so i just decided this is the time right now despite all the fear and all the all the challenges i had you know people call me crazy which are really more so these are the i think two factors and uh, the third is i think i'm i'm one of those people uh, always believe that if i put my heart and mind into something i'm going to achieve it and from my i have no resources where i started and where i am right now uh basically everything i have done achieve in terms of education my corporate success job business is uh, i have achieved by believing that with my heart and mind i will do my best right i will put everything in to achieve what i want to achieve and i can't think of a instance or a case that i've tried to do something and it has not happened i mean the example of that would be uh, you know i was uh, did my master i got a phd scholarship i moved from a full time phd scholar to part time working for a company eaten i did phd working full time there i mean people struggle 
to do that working sorry yeah I was working full time did my PhD part time from Lancaster University Management School which is a very very high high standard school and I was a father I have a young babies I was a manager I was traveling a lot so you can only do that if you put your you know heart and mind and you believe you can do it right uh, so that's the that's the reason you mentioned that uh, you had already great and um, successful career in your corporate life um, i i think it's it's very scary and it's very hard to take such a decision if you have a stable income if you have great career inside a corporation but taking such a decision that you said to yourself that no now i need to take a chance on myself and move into entrepreneurship it's scary and it's risky but i believe again there is a reason behind everything what is your reason i'm going to give you answer of this question you need to understand the background of every crazy decision right or risky decision why is someone take that much risk so this lot many uh, factors to it but i'm going to give you a let's call it a, a pre story of that mm-hmm. right um so once you realize that if somebody you think this is the craziest decision i've taken this is actually not the craziest or risky decision i've, t- I've done even more worse so let me tell you why so i came from karachi very humbling background uh, i remember when i was in my school my my father was uneducated he didn't understand the importance of it but they were basically they were jewelers you know so the i was the first person who went to actually university or outside home or even went to college etc so my dad said i don't have money I know you like learning just do it yourself. So I from the after my school from the age of 15 16 I'm teaching other kids. I educated myself on a government college. I went to the engineering school. It was free teaching again teaching math science physics so you know I could have a almost like a big tuition center in Karachi if I wanted to. So I did my engineering I actually at that time I have a father who was not working my brother was also not working. So I was the first person actually who was making some money right. Mm-hmm. So when I finished my engineering and my I got a job you know I was in the top of the school it was not difficult for me to get a job and but I realized that engineering is not me I need to do MBA then I have money to do MBA okay so but I still want to do master so I got a scholarship from Sweden right free scholarship don't have my money that as well so I went to uh, so I said to my you know my family you know I want to go and do the master he said okay but if you're going to go then who's going to take care of the home man you're the you're the only one actually <laughs> acting making money and remember i'm 22 at this point in time i'm i'm 22 years old so ask any 22 years right now just think about this decision right and uh, mentors are important in your life one of my mentors is my uncle my 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 brother of my my uh, mother right and uh, he so i said okay not going but he knew me because i brought up by my grandmother my uncle long story as well but anyway so he took me out one day and he took me out like let me buy you some jeans or you know something so okay we went out with him in his bike and he said you know i had the opportunity to go to japan to do something else i didn't get it you are lucky one who's got a scholarship to go and learn i know your parents and everybody saying otherwise but don't miss it mate because i missed it for the same reason for my family look where i'm right now just doing a clerical job not many people get that break take that break take 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 this chance so in my life there's only two people i have to convince uh, one is my my mother second is my wife so i just talked to my mother saying you know what i think i should go right and uh, and i told her listen to my 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 father and my brother and my family none of them was happy about it because the concern was this you know what how we going to do going to do it so I said, don't worry about it. I'm gonna go, and I'll find a way. I'll send some money, and we'll figure figure it out. We'll figure it out. So I took a loan from my aunt. Uh, I just have a money for one month, and I got a ticket. So I went there. I didn't know anybody. Found some mates, make some mates. So I used to get up 3 a.m. in the morning, in cold, dark Gothenburg. Used to drop newspaper from 3:30 to 7:30 every day. When people say. Oh, you do so many things, and you do so much hard work, and you know how you juggle all, all these things. And I said, you know what? This is all of that is dead easy. We just sit on a computer and talk to people. Try to wake up every day at three thirty in minus twenty degrees Celsius. <laughs> go and deliver newspaper, then go to the class, right? And after that, I used to in the evening I used to work in a restaurant. 
so that i send uh, i send bunny back home i did that for 18 months and uh, i did my masters i did my distinction uh, i got a scholarship right i kept my promise right and once i went to uk everything was easy after that then i got a job and scholarship i used to send home so imagine when people are relying on you both emotionally and physically and and you are only 22 23 at this age lads they have fun they party you know they they do that i i didn't do any of that i didn't get a chance to do it and that hardship toughens you up but when this hardship toughens you up like a iron rod heated you become like stainless steel like you become so solid so hard that you believe in your head and heart you know what i can go through this wall and i will be unbreakable i will be unbreakable because if you've done that right so so that that hardship and this toughness has actually made me who i am now coming back to answer your question i i can tell you many stories right uh one more one more actually this is which is actually i don't forget that night because i and i i'm going to thank my friend here because i think he deserve a mention uh the same uncle i didn't have money so he bought me a shoe so he said you know you're going from a karachi 40 degrees celsius sweden going to be cold it's going to be like super so you should bought a warm shoe boots and coat so we went to uh actually uh you know the what do you call it um Uh, something where you buy old stuff basically so i bought mm. some old shoes which fits me yeah. some jackets like second hand second hand stuff mm. but it was some foreign made so i remember that night actually it was uh christmas eve so you, the thing is on newspaper goes out on christmas eve it doesn't go out on easter the next day but newspaper goes on christmas it's christmas eve and of course everybody's home enjoying the feast and everything and i was on the main city center of gothenburg right so i used to deliver newspaper there and it was snowing it's like a christmas white snow mm-hmm. and my shoes was broken and the shoes was breaking and the all the ice was coming inside the shoe the issue is at this point you can't leave the job because everything at the time you can't be 2 hours late and If you see the, if, I don't know you've been to Gothenburg or not. All the houses are like three levels, and you there's no lift, mm-hmm. so you have to go go oh by God. go mm-hmm. by a walk and come down. There's no lift in the three-story houses, mm-hmm. right? That's that that's another issue, but it keeps you fit, right? <laughs> so the issue is when I was doing this and all the snow, right? And my and I felt my f- feet is frozen. I can't feel my feet. Honestly, I couldn't feel. But I said I had to finish the job. and i struggle when i went home go to sleep and when i wake up i said to my friend hey i can't i can't feel my i can't feel my feet and uh, so i was wearing a sock i still slept like this so he, he oh, take the sock out i said mate this is blue this is fucking blue i said well, okay what is if if we don't do anything about it right now we have to cut it and you could have poison here so we just he took me to the hospital uh, and they give some jabs and fortunately i've got all my all my toes why all of that yeah because why? because it's you have no choice this is the thing if when you got no choice you got to work on it mate and this this makes you the whole thing because you got to work if you're not working you got no money didn't you have any time that you said i need to come back i i yeah uh, many times I many cannot. times but but this is this is where you are you is almost you know Uh, the famous uh, story of Tariq bin Ziyad. I don't know if people know or not. He went in and he burned all the ships. And you only gonna go if you alive or dead. It's one of them, right? It says it's is that story. You know, it's the same as Tariq bin Ziyad. You go one way, you finish the task, then you come back. It's like that soldier mentality. Now, coming back to this, so I spent seventeen years in corporate, right? Very very thankful of that. jump as well because what i know in terms of my leadership skills my technical supply chain skills managing people uh, my english is still no good but better i guess right i still like, speak very fast in terms of the 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 you know how to interact with people how the business works how the selling you know all the manufacturing very very thankful for all the companies or two companies i work for i was in leadership program not once even twice i went to like 
many 30 plus places just for my company visit meeting suppliers give me huge amount of exposure right so cannot cannot thank enough right so thank you what what they have done for me i think but what was our feeling there is when they put you on a leadership pathway which they put me when I, I was in the early part of my management career and even when i was a middle manager they put you on a effective leadership program and i i, I realize that there is you have to fit and i post this a lot on on linkedin all corporate cultures or corporate companies they have a certain corporate culture historically built by whatever reason right built by all the good reasons in fact which good reasons for them because they want to the when the company gets bigger when you have like 70 80000 people you got 400 plants you know the only way you can manage that culture and structure is by standardizing your process which includes leadership model which includes how you want to behave people how people want to to behave the policies and procedures and sops and you know all that right that's great totally up to it you know when it comes to technical part but where i felt what was happening is i was uh, they trying to push me on the technical uh, ladder right mm. technical company supply chain leader. i want to go towards more general management right because this is where you become a business leader you know either be md of a division or gm of division and then so on and so forth because at this point generally the gm people now i think it was 15 years ago they hardly supply chain they were all the finance or sales people who go and become that and when i had a discussion with my senior leadership team and all this i said oh no i think you you're going to be great next logistics director supply chain director and uh, we can't make you a plant manager so what really triggered triggered me i think which left the previous company so i found a little corruption i don't it will be unfair to say that what what was the corruption in the plant i found that out i i solved that case and which leads to uh, leaving of few of the leadership people put it this way and then uh, i was managing the plant almost as a manufacturing manager so I was managing the plant 200 people i applied for a job they didn't give me the job even after doing 18 months they didn't give me what they said is oh you need to be a bit more politically savvy okay now we talking english environment here right mm-hmm. english people are very good in explaining things in a very very politically correct way that's just naturally they're good at it so when you ask this question what 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 do you mean by i need to be more politically savvy i mean because if you give me a feedback and then you know give me something to work with right so i can improve on i can show you the evidence that i have improved that constructive feedback they said you work very hard everybody likes you on time performance was like 56 under your leadership is 98 customers are super happy you reduce your lead time from i don't know 12 weeks to 6 and a half weeks you redu- you have the inventory you are we we won the benchmark plant under my leadership didn't get the job did not get the job they gave it to somebody else from outside mm-hmm. that dude also left after a few months long story right what was your feeling in that i was like what the fuck you know why you know so i i i lost that because the thing is if they were they didn't give me the job because if i were not performing or not capable of or i was missing something fine saying i need to be more politically savvy what does that mean okay the, i i don't exactly know the reason maybe i was too young maybe my english was not too good i don't know the reason because you know i like to think i'm intelligent enough that i can fi- i can interpret you know i find some interpretation of what you're trying to say maybe you can't tell me directly i still can't don't understand why i didn't get the job mm. i deserved it i should have got it anyway so left that division and i left the company i got a job in in dubai i was working here three and a half years and i think you know in dubai is 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 very much like we are uh, hardly any manufacturing you know you manage basically information to give it to your distributor you sell great company to work for but then i realized as well that to go to a certain leadership position you got to have a certain uh, personality f- i wouldn't call it a personality fit uh, you got your your face needs to fit your face needs to fit into that leadership right um i don't want to say anything controversial but i just realize my face doesn't fit mm-hmm. right okay so what to do right go and do other job and stuff like so basically i i i believe that you know as a corporate culture you should go and you know if you work hard you produce results you've done i've done multi million dollar projects i implemented sap twice 
I have, you know, done a, I've saved half a million dollar or more, you know, everything, you know, managed 200 people, done all that. So what else, some, or what else one could do, right, to grow in a corporate culture? Right, that's one thing. Okay. But alternatively, you could also say, but that's not a big issue for a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. That if, if, for example, I was paid very well, you know, I was paid $11,000 tax-free. I have a golden, like Mercedes medical fees paid, uh, travel paid, everything paid. Why? Yeah, and this why is is this. So when I finished my PhD, I started doing blogging, right? Mm -hmm. uh, with the same it was. Then in 2018, July, I changed the blog name to... At the same time where you were working. But, yeah, I was working time. at the same time. Mm -hmm. So 18, so six. Seven, so 16, 17, it was Mudasrema, 2016, 17. 18, 19, I changed in July, 2019, I rebranded that, mm -hmm. right? Dujo, that means I have more, I have a more vision, mm -hmm. right? That means Dujo means a place to stay meditate. So my vision is to help supply chain people. So this is our, our main vision, which is help supply chain thrive, right? Mm -hmm. To anybody, person or individual. So from then on, what ha happened is my blogging and my vlogging is impacting and this is the beauty of internet and this world right now. So I say in this time right now, in this decade, the money is not oil. The money is content. What you're doing, Ahmad Khaled, you're sitting on a gold mine because you are creating content. What you're doing is you. Nobody can take away from you. Mm -hmm. What I do with my vlog, podcast, supply chain show, nobody can take from me. Right, because we are creating original content and content is a gold mine. Right, Mr. B's worth half a billion more. He's nothing but content, creativity. So just keep that thought in mind, right? Secondly, this content what we are creating is impacting not the few hundred, 70, 80, 90 people we see every day in the office of few hundred customers. It's impacting thousands of people. My YouTube channel has hit. I got to know you, by the way, before I, I, I connect with you on LinkedIn by searching one of your articles exactly. and in search engine. Exactly. So we would we connect and then we talk and so on and so forth, right? I mean, we have a, more than 3.5 million views of my website. We have literally more than, I think, only last year I did the maths on social media and my content and blog got 16 million impressions. That means wow. 16 million people have wow. seen, you know? Right. So when you think that there is an opportunity and, and, and you have cracked the art of impacting thousands of billions of people, right? Hundreds of thousands of people, then it said, you know, I can, I've got something here. I've got something big here, right? You don't exactly know what, what you got, but you, you got some, you know, gut feeling. So, so first thing was the corporate life, corporate culture. You got something big here. So we keep going to conferences. I keep working hard, you know, getting more content, courses. So what in this journey I get uh, as entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship is easy if you think about it, right? So there's a very basic rule of few things. You were doing it part-time. Part part still part -time. now you're inside, part inside, inside corporation. So it's still you're doing it inside. In the side, right? Mm. Because what happened is, and this is where the I was talking about the hard work, mm -hmm. the side hustle you need to put in. Because the time I was putting into doing my PhD, which let's call it, you know, pie chart, my mm -hmm. family, my PhD, my job, the pie chart of PhD was gone. So that time I was using it to do blogging, create content, you know, mm -hmm. doing influencing, so on and so forth, right? And were you monetizing at this time? No, that was nothing. not even nothing. No, no more. Everything's free. Create content. Just create, create content. content. Because the thing is, one of the things you can do in your life, right, is, again, we are Muslim and we believe in a lot of things. And one of the hadiths is, you know, one of the things, you, one of the good deeds you can leave after you die is the knowledge you leave, right? And that's the thing. So all the knowledge you share to people, I'm going to die, maybe few people benefit. I, you can't imagine, I get so many messages from people. I mean, if you see one LinkedIn, Thank you for sharing this. Thank you for doing interview tips. Thank it's you. The this. impact. I get job because of this. You know, every day I get a message. I've got this thing going on. I've got this project interview. Can you send me? I'll just, I'll just send mm -hmm. to them. Mm -hmm. Agree. So I don't know. With this help, helping other people, maybe somebody's helping me. You know, you never know, right? So helping people, and that was the main purpose. Again, no business in mind. But then I realized there's an opportunity, business opportunity. So business opportunity is. And COVID happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So when COVID happened, which is I think is a blessing for supply chain people, right? Because I have one very basic principle. I tried to do experiment of crowdsourcing. I failed. As a supply chain people, we manage information to manage material to manage money. We are mostly on the laptop doing it. So I always used to believe I can work from home, but corporate culture, no, no, no. You need to come to work. You need to say, you know, you have to come in the morning like 10. If you're half an hour late, it's like a bloody disaster. Yeah, you have, mm-hmm. you, You're like in a school, <laughs> you're in the school, you know, answering, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Before COVID, right? But now everybody working from home. Boom, right? Mm-hmm. You know, nature has forced us to prove my theory. That supply chain can work can be done remotely. The training, the teaching, the consultancy, the advisory, everything, right? And that's 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 the game. That's what's going to happen. You can't stop. That's a one-way traffic right now, mm-hmm. right? So we put a plan in. I said to uh, my wife, you know, what? we're gonna do SMU full time, right? So I decided that actually during COVID, in around uh, almost like uh, I still remember August September 2019, uh, yeah, something like that. 2019 as well because i think that's gonna happen uh no sorry uh 2020 yeah august 2020 so i said we are sitting at home and so what i in that time so when covid happened every talking about supply chain toilet paper uh, two i'm not going to name the people because maybe unfair some very influential people right rich as well mm-hmm. they contacted me through linkedin and said you know what they are a Silicon Valley venture capitalist. They they got millions. They they made money. They bought farm companies. They sold for hundreds of millions. Mm. What they said is, we want to have your time. We're going to pay you, and but we want to understand supply chain, mm. and we want to understand supply chain problems. Why? What do you? Why, what do you think? Why they want to understand supply chain problems for me? Because you already deployed a huge content and you built your yeah, personal so brand. Definitely, th- mm. that's one thing. That's mm. what. You, but most importantly. These guys want to understand what's happening so they can because entrepreneur. What is entrepreneurship? Find a problem, mm-hmm. find a product or solution, product market fit, price it so people can use it, and that's it. That's business, right? Mm-hmm. You keep your cost low, sell it for more price, make money. That's your profit. So, inter- what entrepreneurs do? Classical. They try to find a problem, mm-hmm. and they try to find a solution. So these guys are finding good in solution, but they don't understand the problem. So they have to keep talking to people. So one of the best advice I can give somebody. Right now, I can give a lot of advice. Is, is to if you want to become an entrepreneur, try to focus and understand the problem to the as detail as possible. Mudassar, what was this secret formula that you used? Yeah, from your personal experience, right. that you said that if I reach to this point, I planned it, I will be able to jump from corporate and pursue my mm-hmm. entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. whether it's financially whether it's mentally whether whatever aspect that you have what was this trigger that you planned it and moved forward now uh, good question so if you're any and if you're a young person under 30 25 you can take a risk right now because you got maybe no family maybe you know you can take a risk and you can fail and you can come back but the problem is if people like us who has got family have a very good job you have advantage. The advantage you've got is you understand the company you work for, you understand the problem your company is facing and they're not solving. So think about this, the market problem, right? So what is important here once you decide, don't do a stupidity or just leave a job and just start something. Mm-hmm. So f- f- you need to think about two things. First, financial planning, because that's very important. Mm-hmm. Second, basically test your business model value in the job. So let me go through these points one by one. Mm-hmm. So what is financial planning? So what I, I read some books, but there is no good material. Honestly, I try to Amazon books, I read blogs. There's no real, they just tell you something high level, right? So as I told you, you know, I, was, I have a very good job, you know, making $11,000 tax-free, all the benefit. You live a lifestyle, you live in Dubai, it's very expensive, right, mm-hmm. to live. How are you gonna do it? So what I did was, uh, is all about being a supply chain and planning is all about how you manage your risk, right? Okay, so the first equation I said to myself, I need 18 months of run, runway. So let's assume if I leave a job in, in, in uh, next month, if I make zero money, right, mm-hmm. I need to have 18 months of safety stock. 18 months here, you mean that expenses that expenses. will cover my expenses Meaning, or just my no, income? No, 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 no. <laughs> my, my expenses, expenses, not income, mm. right? So the rent you have to pay, 
the fees you have to pay the money for food maybe a holiday you need in between mm-hmm. all that so if if my expenses per month it's 1000 i need to have like 18000 18, exactly uh-huh. right if you are if you and again there's a famous saying of one buffett what what people do is what they have this okay this is my salary this is what i spend this is my saving no 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 what mm-hmm. warren buffett said he's one of the richest guy in the world actually if you're going to want to get rich don't do this way what you do is you said this is the minimum i need to live this is what i make and the difference is saving so think about this mindset here mm-hmm. is a very different way of thinking so you said what is the minimum money i need to live mm-hmm. right so you don't live lavish you basically live minimalistically where of course don't compromise your lifestyle you know you need to be happy of course but don't go and buy a porsche or, or don't buy a land cruiser because that means you got to pay for it right so You just need a good car, which takes you from point to point. This is what I do. I just have a good normal car. I could have buy a Porsche if I wanted to. I did not, right? So, so, so managing your financial uh, safety stock. Then your family should be aligned. Then you know. Okay, but in parallel while you're doing this, right? You need to have. If you believe you got a business, if you believe you got a customer, which you I know you do because people who are passionate about like you and me, uh, they can figure it out. Who you know, you got a problem. You know who the customer. and you know what you can sell them a product or service or whatever doesn't matter so you once you know all that you have to test it out in a mvp model which is a minimum viable product so one of the key terms like so google it is is coined by i think it was made famous by eric ries there's a book called lean startup right lead that book is very very good book I know, right so in this book minimum viable product you almost have to test it out uh, a basic structure so mm-hmm. we i start making courses let me give you example what i mean by that courses and digital product and i start selling that through gumroad gumroad is a platform which i have no website actually at this moment time mm-hmm. so i load my product my courses and share that on my social media on my newsletter and in basically in 19 and 20 i made 32000 wow. so that was a proof of concept that i can make money digital aside. product yeah. right mm-hmm. and i can make digital product I know my customer. I send it to eight hundred thirty-two people. I'm, I'm, you're the first you, person. You were doing this while you were doing the job. While doing the job. Side hustle. Okay. Side hustle. Absolute side hustle. Uh-huh. This is this is super important to understand. Do not leave job. Keep the job. Maybe don't work hard. Go in the morning. Don't go for exceptional. Go for good. Mm-hmm. You got, what are you going to miss out? Three point five percent of raise, right? Who cares about three point five percent of raise, <laughs> right? Just don't, don't get sack yourself. Mm-hmm. Just be good, right? Uh, even mm. though I was high performing, I keep high performing. But mm. you don't go twelve, thirteen hours because nobody gonna be thankful for your thirteen hours for six days, right? They're still gonna give you. You understand what I'm saying, right? So the point is, so I, I you, you work hard on your side hustle and you prove your business model because if you can't sell it while being you you being in the job or your product or service, I can be. I can tell you this right now. You can't sell it even after that. Yeah, because you're gonna have so much pressure and stress. and you're going to be overwhelmed with the stress that you won't be able to do what you think you can do the business should be the the, the best thing that you can do with the effort yeah. before doing like that i would not have only 18 yeah, month of uh, stuff so what after yeah. i should have fun and fun up something is coming that's the word so while doing it that 32000 i made in 2 mm. years i did not even touch that was gone into my planning let's let's call it a startup money Mm. Right. You put it like aside. Safety aside. stock. Safety uh, stock. If something happened, you can just maneuver yeah. with well, this money. So I have. Uh-huh. I paid my mortgage. Whatever. Eighteen months of run rate from my salary. Mm. This thirty-two thousand dollars did not even touch. Mm. That was there. Mm. Right. That means that my money I'm going to use to either hire more people and may, maybe you know spend some marketing so on and so forth. So that money when I leave, it's going to the salary of people because you have to you have to pay mm. people as well. Develop a website. Develop a product. Develop whatever. Right. Actually, in my case, I used that money to fly people in to like other people in Dubai, and mm-hmm. we created courses. So if you go to SMU, Joe, you will see. You know, we were gonna have seventeen uh, courses right now, but end of this year, you're gonna see thirty-six courses. So that money is actually gone into production of courses, right? So the point is, that's your safety stock. So, so do that part. One more thing: find one or two customers whose way who's willing to pay you. Uh, a retain or some sort of retainer or some sort of continuous income. Right, mm-hmm. I'm not going to name a customer, but that thankfully again, like a contract. It's not just like a contract, contract or, or an agreement or mm-hmm. some sort for a long uh, time. Yeah, long time. So I found that one big brand who I'm working with, still working with, even mm-hmm. after leaving mm-hmm. the job, and they said, you know what, we need your help in doing this, this, and this. Uh, please do this for us, and we're going to give you one year agreement. Right, mm-hmm. no problem. 
uh, I don't have business. Yeah, no problem. I don't have business. Because, yeah, no problem. We pay you whatever. Just talk to whoever and we pay you as a freelancer. Business, mm-hmm. things are getting flexible. It's not as most difficult as most. You Companies are, big companies are willing to work with freelancers now or freelance companies. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's first issue. But again, you still, you still do not jump the ship, right? It's still, mm-hmm. that's bad. So you find a customer, you gain your confidence, you can sell it, have your safety stock, plan for it because what you don't want in the first 12 months 18 months that oh shit how gonna how gonna feed how gonna buy this or how gonna feed my uh, kids or how gonna pay mortgage or rent you don't want that stress you know you want to be focused 100 percent 200 percent with your business so have this ready and while you got in the job do it right now the third part is is understand in whichever country you are is uh, uk usa dubai understand what are the uh, requirements of creating a business so like you, I was going to many business center fee zones here then to realize where is the best possible way to do it. You have to also understand what you're good at, what you know. So in my case, I'm absolutely poor in administrative tasks. I'm very creative, you know, I can, but when it comes to administrative, I'm absolutely shit, right? So I know my weakness. So the best way to do it, I went to DTEC. DTEC take care of your visas and transfers and everything else, you know, your license and all this is one-stop shop. You just talk to one person, they take care of all of it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks mm-hmm. so much. So went to DTEC, they sorted everything out. Now they said, if you want to hire more people, no problem, Habibi, come to us. We'll sort out the, all the visa Visas, and everything. Yeah. We yes. sort out your family visas, so all good. So yeah. taking care in, of In that case, you said that we have 18 months worth of stocks, but what is that? If I have now 18 months, okay? Uh, Shall I move out of the, the corporation right now and move out? Or there is some sort of customer acquisition or there is a formula behind it. Yeah. Uh, let's say savings as well, or just two or three months that I see it and in sustainable. What was your formula think, on that? Th- th- think like uh, our the famous break-even picture, right? Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. you have a X-axis, Y-axis, you have safety. So you, you have to sell more to get to this break-even yes. point, right? So you're not, again, you're not starting from zero. You already have some customers, you have sold something, you paid mm-hmm. something, right? You have something to build on. But yeah, you, but those customers could be like ups and downs. Maybe it's not, uh, you know, continuous flow. Continuous, as you said, maybe right. maybe does that customer with another people, he will not be like long-term, but I have my businesses ups and downs, ups and downs. How can I make it? Uh, so the, you need to identify your product or sales pipeline, mm. you know. So in in uh, in our case, uh, our content marketing is super strong, right? Mm. So we know our content marketing creates a lot of leads for us, you know, B two B leads and B two C leads. So the first person I hired actually was not a supply chain guy, mm-hmm. is actually a a video editor and a graphic designer. He's in full time, <laughs> right? Because mm. we know to make us successful. Mm. So what's your USP? You know, what differentiate you mm-hmm. from your competition? Mm-hmm. You know, what differentiates SCM Dujo from anybody else? Is our content. So somebody asked me, what's your core, co-? so this word, core competence. Mm-hmm. So trust your core competence that your core competence can be able to solve, right? So once you finish this, you start calling people and you know you can convert those warm leads into a paying customer, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. those warm leads are not giving you business because they think, ah, I'm still working and he's still, still yeah. working. But as soon as you know you left the job mm. and they were warm enough, they trust you enough, they will mm, become, yeah. they will become. So it's this is where the risk you have to take. So I'm not going to make it simpler. I'm not going to tell you there's no risk in it, right? There is a risk, but- But you, you're covered at least with the 18 months. Exactly. The formula that I want to ask you about, how many months that I can rely on from my customer acquisition? Let's say that I have customers, they have sales funnel. Uh, when will be the time, whether it's time, whether it's absolute in terms of money? Uh, what is this formula? Let's say that I need to have like six months also sustainable mm-hmm. income is coming from my customer acquisition or the sales mm-hmm. funnel that I bring leads, then I convert into, uh, move it in, in my sales funnel, then I convert it into my customers. How many months that I should rely on beside the 18 months that I say, okay, now mm-hmm. I will go? I think it's very dependent on your business and your circumstances. I don't think I can answer it like a formula, but I can tell you what happened with me, please. Right, uh, which is an example may not be applicable to most people. Right, so you, you summarize it well. Then what happened is I think I was making around uh, two, three thousand dollars. Right, when I quit the job, mm-hmm. imagine my expenses are a lot more than that. Yes, and I'm going to hire somebody. Right, mm-hmm. so this thirty thousand of of the money which we save from the side hustle. Mm-hmm. That is my was my runway for let's call it four or five months. 
right mm-hmm. so i need to make sure in this 4 5 months i should raise enough money raise enough money that's one option mm-hmm. or so- second find a customer who can give me it. so i was just fortunate enough because you know i've been doing blogging for life you know mm-hmm. people know me for that many months i was just fortunate enough to find it mm-hmm. right and then we build the product and because the thing is you once you leave because when you're working full time you can't really focus on product development or service development yes so once you leave the job you're really focusing on you know like me creating courses content right you're not selling anything yeah you're producing content that takes and it's really scares you oh shit i'm not selling man where the money going to come from mm-hmm. right it scares you honestly it does but you have to trust that okay what works for me working part time i've sold 32000 dollars of dollars of product it's going to work when i have more product or more service to sell right mm-hmm. and and because you have done it that confidence of being done it while you in the job gonna gonna make you relax gonna make you sleep well gonna give you this confidence okay now i just need to build more on my product and services mm-hmm. i have a pipeline i'm sure i'm gonna right. sell so it took us 6 months uh, now to be to get to the point uh, i think in uh, as i made a video on 24th of january mm. uh, we are break even that means co- we got four people right now and uh, five wow. people including me uh, we are break even we have not raised zero money mm. right uh, platform makes enough my money and we have four or five different income streams right mm. uh, that doesn't matter right now and don't rely on one in- income streams right so you have to run m- many different income streams and this is the beauty of entrepreneurship you know what's what's really funny mm-hmm. sometimes you really work on something very hard for a customer or a product or a pipeline or something you work very hard and you get nothing like nothing and like shit man i spent so much time i spent 18 hours preparing the proposal i did my research my presentation was watertight I sent it to them and they said uh sorry the budget is now moved from March to next year mm, sorry I'm like mate you should have told me right anyway but then sometimes somebody said you know I need this help can you take a example of a be, uh, podcasting mm-hmm. you know the supply chain show the supply chain show was started only talking to people like you you know when we did and share the knowledge of love we got 11,500 you know subscribers now people come and ask us you know what uh, we got this uh product in supplies and whatever we want to sponsor your stream yeah okay and sometimes you think you just ask a number and you expect they're going to say no I, no problem can we have can we have two of them I'm like really you want to yeah okay mm-hmm. and it's sometimes it's that easy so the thing with entrepreneurship it balances itself out so mm-hmm. don't get mm-hmm. don't get missed you know uh, you know disheartened by you put a lot of effort happen nothing but sometimes mm-hmm. you make easy money as well mm-hmm. which would never going to happen in the job at all I, it I, never going to happen so there's a famous thing if you want to be a millionaire want to make more money you got to become an entrepreneur <laughs> you're never going to do it while being in the job nobody become a millionaire while working for somebody else so so that's my answer of your question but that's the last thing that we want to leave with our audience if someone has a great idea right now and he is working in corporation right now and he wants to get this idea from his mind into the real world right as a side hustle as you started and your story your inspiring story what is the best advice that you can give them just to start taking the baby step towards their dream or their idea that they're believing on yeah good question there's not many one thing but there's quite a few things or steps you have to take care of i think few of them are already covered first of all if you want to take the jump what are your product and services what's your what value you are adding right you i mean are you saving some money you know saving money for somebody you're making their life easier right there is actually a very interesting quote from uh, sergey uh, sergey vanya who is a ceo of or ex ceo of google founder of google he said what is your secret formula of becoming a billionaire he said create something which people use every day honestly just think it's that simple if whatsapp multi billion dollar right free app so bought by google facebook right something easy it should have been done 10 years ago but nobody done it so think about what value you are adding what problem you are solving who you are doing that needs to be very clear okay now but there is a trick which i'm going to say which i'm doing it other way around if you pick any entrepreneurship book they talk about the famous product market fit you know take a product identify the no 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 do it again um, what i'm about to say is probably the m- most unique golden advice you're going to hear build your community first the reason why amat khalid amat khalid is and smdu jo mudassir ahmed is what we do 
right is we have built community ahmed khalid has community i have community right people come and ask us to you know help them to do whatever because we have building community is the hardest thing you can do content is king right now is a new oil content is a new oil right so find something which you are good at whatever that is i don't know right find something you're good at create content start produce putting into the tiktok youtube now this you can go and buy a on on uh, amazon uh, you know 200 dirhams very nice mic you can buy a buy a light put a mobile phone in and start talking about something you're passionate about right and you will see the feedback people will hear you i mean imagine before us who gives a monkeys about supply chain or listing <laughs> about seven you know uh, five logistics kpis or basically seven reasons why supply chains are getting career, career choice that video ranks you know i got like 50000 views i would when i was making that video i had no idea it's going to rank on youtube i did that because i was passionate about it i wanted to tell people that why supply chain is a great career choice that was the only motivation now it's everybody watches it it's, it's ranks highly on google right people are copying the content which is fine they can copy <laughs> right so the point is find something which you are good at find something you're passionate about create content create community so what what is the beauty of that once you create the community community going to tell you what the problem they are facing mm-hmm. once they're going to tell you what problem they are facing then you make a product and services to solve that so the product market fit is goes out of the window anyway because you know your customer you know the problem right and then you can provide them a product and service mm-hmm. and do it in a mvp fashion build something which is small and functional give it to them they're going to say it's crap and you say okay yeah i agree tell me how can i improve mm-hmm. it you can improve that you know create a wireframe and charge them our introductory price ask them to refer their friends and family because the product which got successful is because you would not believe about khalid ramote i have spent almost zero money in last 5 years until last month on advertising like zero money you would have you all ever organic. you have you ever seen him do your ad no Never. no no right not at all right. it's all organic because of the content we are producing okay mm. <clears throat> so so do that know your customer know the problem they are your first adopters they are your evangelist at the same time right okay and and that's it you got the business right you got the money and start giving them the service offering what they want to do that will build your as as you keep saying your brand credibility because that's what you unleash is all about you know creating your own brand that's what you are actually pushing forwards and that's why i am here and it only happen because once you create a content which you're passionate about it gives you this brand credibility then when people put my thoughts into my face and what's coming out of my mouth they say okay yeah he's legit guy they trust me okay he's a legit person woman right so they they give you business because essentially business is person to person of course there's a digital internet and marketing and all that but people is essentially personal brand do well the reason they do personal brand well because people trust people right and the last advice i can the two more advice i can give is this <clears throat> if you are a person who likes work life balance mm. who likes to you know have a nice chill out weekend uh, who likes to uh, yeah don't take too much stress uh, entrepreneurship is going to be not for you i'm sorry to break that in entrepreneurship is hard work right there isn't i mean it 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 for some people they can say but i'm talking about me it's mm-hmm. almost 24/7 right so my life and business is like almost combined together and it doesn't bother me because it's it's makes me motivated right so i go on holiday i spend time with family i see still see friends but it's all it's not like oh i have a friday weekend off say you know see you see you monday and I, it's not like that i work most sundays mm-hmm. you know it's it's hard work you 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 basically as i said you have to manage teams you have to do stuff because in your business you have supply chain you just manage supply chain right you're not mm-hmm. responsible for selling you're not responsible for legal you're not responsible for accounts you're not responsible for month end closing you're not uh, you're responsible for licensing you're not dis- when you entrepreneur you are responsible Everything. for all right you know a lot of stuff you actually don't know a lot of stuff and so you got to learn on a fly and you got to learn very fast like super fast so while you are thinking of leaving corporate job the third and final advice i'll say sharpen your learning skills the more you're going to read the more you're going to learn the better it gets 
I, I still remember this very interesting quote from my physics teacher in my ninth grade. He said, "Your brain is like a knife. The more you use it, the sh- the sharper it gets. You're gonna stop using it. It's gonna get corroded, and it will not do shit. Right? Fact." So the irony is, when you go to the corporate culture, you have a degree, you do masters, and they put you in this funnel, this you know, like a horse. You just do this. They put you in a training, and you complain about a training, right? Which again, the training is related to your job. You don't learn anything else outside of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to learn outside. So now I'm learning about uh, you know P and L. Now I'm learning about how to calculate. TAM, which is you know access to market. I'm learning about how to create a pitch deck, how to think about the strategy. I don't know coding, but I know almost everything I need to know about software mm-hmm. creation. Because SEM Dujo, we're gonna create softwares, we're gonna put it out there. I'm building an expert marketplace, right? So I know more about UX and UI than somebody who's got a degree in computer science. Why I know? Because I watch so many YouTube videos, I watch read so many books. When I drive, I go to gym. Last time I listened to music, only God knows, right? Is always I'm listening to a book, so listening to a podcast or YouTube video, right? Mm-hmm. When I sit at home, when my wife <laughs> go to bed, I always because my got some YouTube interesting videos. I follow some channels. I learn about it, right? So yesterday, actually, before I came in, I watch a video. What is branding? Branding mm-hmm. is this impression. So okay, okay, that's an interesting thought. So how you create impression on people, right? Mm-hmm. So the point is, you got to become super sharp in learning, work very hard. There's no work-life balance. You got to be passionate about it. That's it, Ahmed Khalid. You unleashed a lot of things today, uh, Dr. Mudassir. Really, I appreciate the vision and I appreciate the inspiring stories that you shared it with us today. And I believe that it will leave a huge impact. And you unleashed a lot of things that many people, they don't know about Mudassir today. Thank you. Uh, I wish you all the best with SMD, uh, SCM Doju, with the vision that you have. I'm sure next year, you will be in a better and better place. Inshallah. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.